Hello, you're listening to Repent and Believe Podcast with Cynthia Smalls, founder of Back to God Ministries. Welcome, my friends. Here, we talk about and teach the message of Jesus Christ, the only one who can claim the title of Savior of the world. We also discuss all things repentance and belief in Jesus Christ and how all these things tie into living a lifestyle where our deeds are manifested and fashioned in God so that we may be molded by the Father into vessels to be used for His glory. Amen? Amen. Okay, so let's get started. Hey everyone, before we get started, I like to say thank you for tuning in. And if you enjoy my podcast, please share, download, leave me a message or comment. Thanks guys. Hello everyone. This is Cynthia Smalls with Back to God Ministries. How is everyone doing today? I pray that all is well in your lives that you are walking by faith and not by sight. You are not giving up on the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Folks, today, I got to get straight to it. I want to give us 10 signs of an apostate preacher because we need to come out from amongst, amongst these wolves and sheep clothing and be separate because... God has told us a few times in the word of God what to look out for, how to avoid them, and how to handle them. We are to mark and avoid them and come out from amongst them. Amen. The problem is we don't know what a wolf in sheep's clothing look like. So... Through the Holy Spirit, I want to give you 10 signs that you would know that that man up there in that pulpit, oh, he's apostate and he's a wolf in sheep's clothing and you need to grab your hat, grab your coat, make sure you take your money bag with you and get up out of there. Amen. Amen. So before we get into these 10 signs, let us pray. Father, in the name of Christ Jesus, we love you and we want you to be our king. Father, hallowed be thy holy name. Father, help us today. Help us to be wise so that we are not led astray by ravenous wolves whose sole agenda is to depart us from our money. Father, you told us over here in Titus 1.13, you said, wherefore rebuke them sharply that they may be sound in the faith. And then you tell us in Romans 16, 17 to 18, that we need to mark and avoid these false teachers because they serve not our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, but their own bellies. 
Father, they come with fine-sounding speech and smooth words. They deceive the simple. So, Father, with today's lesson and exhortation, may we be led into the truth so that we are not blinded by the flash of it all. Because these people are very profound and prolific and charismatic. They talk a good game. They mix a little bit of the truth of your word with a great big old lie. And so oftentimes we don't know the difference. We don't know who have been sent by Jesus to truly shepherd over his flock until he returns or some charlatan in a three-piece suit who only wants to take the money from your people and build their empires live lavishly off the backs of your of your people so father i ask for wisdom today i ask for clarity and understanding of your word father may our eyes be opened may those who have ears let them hear what the spirit of god is saying to us today may we wake up because jesus is on his way back and he has told us to stand firm until the end because the man who stands firm He's the one that shall be saved. And Father, we put our hope in the Lord Jesus Christ. We don't put our hope in mere mortals just because they they are standing up in a pulpit preaching lies, lying on you, God. They got the people tithing. They got the people worshiping them and their, and their families. They put on entertainment shows. In the sanctuary, Father, it's a hot mess. It's a hot mess, Father. Who help us today, Father. I give you all the praise and all the glory. May, may our eyes be open to the truth. May we notice their sin because Jesus says that you can judge a tree by the fruit that it bears. How are we going to know what that man standing up there is all about if we don't judge the fruit in his life? We have to start noticing the sin. We have to, we have to know the scriptures. We have to have a clear understanding of righteousness and holiness and that how we must live lives of repentance. Father, you got me preaching over here. Father, I love you. I love you. The burden on my heart is that I don't want to see your people deceived. I don't want to see your people being taken advantage advantage of. I don't want to see them raped, robbed, and fleeced just so that this person who is steeped in sin and in greed 
take advantage of anyone who is truly seeking your son, truly seeking to know you better and better. And then we get sidetracked by the show that's going on down at the church today. Father, I pray that today's lesson and exhortation bring you glory. And I pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Folks, today, I'm really going to try to stick to my notes. But if the Holy Spirit moves me in any kind of way, just sit back and enjoy the ride. (laughs) Amen. Amen. So, like I said, I want to give you 10 signs you are going to or attending an apostate church. The word apostate means they have fallen away from the true and the living God. My friend, the reason why we have to give you understanding is because if you are not careful, you can be shipwrecked in your faith. So we that are called to speak in your life regarding spiritual matters and eternity, we are obligated to give you a pictorial, to give you a portrait, if you will, of what does it look like when a preacher has fallen away from the living Christ. Number one, the false doctrine of tithing. Many of you want to cry, you want to fight, you want to defend this one ancient law law out of the 613 given to Moses. But the scriptures clearly tells the New Testament believer that when Jesus Christ went to the cross, it was finished. Amen. He was the perfect lamb to be slain. So, these false teachers with their smooth butter words will deceive the one who would not study to show yourselves approved. Listen, you want to be set free from this false doctrine? Study Galatians chapters 2. Verse 15 to 21, Galatians 3, 10 to 14, Galatians 5, 1 through 4. That's just a start because we are no longer under the penalty for not following all of the law. And that includes paying that 10%. Yeah, so look. First red flag, what you must understand, no, what you have to understand is it was never about money. It was about crops. It was about animals. It was grain. It was food, period. We are deceived. And I don't care how many churches teach and preach this false doctrine. Folks, I have done many episodes on the podcast, whether or not we have to keep any one of them 613 laws of Moses, Moses, because 
what we fail to understand is that if you do one of those laws, you must keep all the other 612. Otherwise, you are back up under God's curse. Listen, they tell you the big lie that you are robbing God. You are under a curse because you are robbing God of his types and offerings. Meanwhile, they fail to mention you that where they are pulling that from Malachi chapter 3 is that God was not even talking to Israel. He definitely wasn't talking to us Gentiles. He, through the prophet Malachi, was addressing and giving them the big business, the corrupt priests. They were the ones who were robbing God of his types and offerings. They made a doctrine, a false, a false one at that, off the backs of the judgment that God was handing down to this priest, to those priests. They were, they were sacrificing sick and lame and blind animals as opposed to the choice animals. And God was giving them the business. So out of that judgment, out of that conversation, here the false apostate preacher comes and create a whole pet doctrine behind it to get you to give up the money. Listen, this apostate preacher with his false doctrine of tithing, they need to repent. They truly need to repent because this apostate preacher, by having you tithe, have bound you once again. When in, when in fact, Jesus shed blood, set us free from the law of Moses. By you taking on this tradition of men, this false doctrine, it will continue to just keep coming down all these generations until someone says, you know what? I'm studying the word to show myself approved because folks, all you got to do is read the book of Malachi. I believe it's just what, like four short chapters and you will get the complete context of what was going on with these priests, how they were robbing God of the types and the offerings, which by the way, was never about money in the first place. So Jesus nailed that law and he gave us two new laws in Matthew chapter 22, that we are to one love God with all our whole heart, soul, minds, and strength, and two, our neighbors as ourselves. For in these two, all of the law and the prophets hang on them. Listen and hear me close. If you do tithing, that means you have to do them all. Yes, all the remaining 612 in their full entirety. Amen. These apostates, they love this pet doctrine because it ladens their pockets to pay for that mansion, to pay for that college tuition for all their kids. Okay. They are 
all living with no shame. They are hoarding while the hurting and the homeless are right in their neighborhoods neighborhoods and worse than that they are lying on God telling you you are under a curse twisting I told y'all twisting Old Testament scriptures using Malachi 310 and Melchizedek over there in the book of Hebrews okay to beat you into submission to cough up that money grab your hat Grab your coat and leave immediately, folks. Listen, the Bible clearly tells us that the veil in the temple was rent from top to bottom when Jesus shed his blood and took his last breath. It was done. And God no longer dwells in a temple made with man's hands. There is no high priest. And there are no more storehouses because when, somebody please tell me, when did God transfer the Levitical priesthood to any man today up in these apostate churches? Because that's that was who the children of Israel were bringing their types and offerings to because where is the high priest because our high priest is sitting in heaven and his name is the lord jesus christ and since there is no temple because we now are the temple the holy spirit resides in this body the temple okay where are you bringing your crops and your animals to so if any pastor, preacher, and I really don't care how sweet and nice he is, okay, if they having you tied, they are apostate and you need to get up out of that church. Number two, if you find in the midst of this fellowship the exalting of holy hip-hop or gospel hip-hop or gospel rappers, my friends, that is an apostate church. I can't express enough the eternal dangers of Christians who are being encouraged to rap and do poetry. This is a new movement. It's a new movement that has really swept through the fellowships in America in the last decade like never before. But let me help you understand, my friend, that's self-expression and self-exhortation. You will find that this thing has become very popular where our youth are, are being encouraged by youth pastors to compete with poetry, open mic, and rapping. And the greatest deception, and this is so serious and subtle, but the youth are being encouraged to rap scriptures. Yes, they are. They are encouraged to talk about God lyrically for competition. Friend, we have been deceived. We have been deceived because immolation, 
emulation is a sin. And you will find it in Galatians 5, 17 to 23, where Paul lists the works of the flesh because emulation is competing to outdo someone else, to do better than someone than someone else. We don't need to do that as followers of Jesus Christ because the emulation whether we're talking about it here or we're talking about sports, whatever the case may be, where you find that you are on a team or you are doing this solo to outdo someone else, to take, whether it be a trophy, a title, a status, whatever it is, you are trying to outdo them. Listen, this is, thank you, Holy Spirit, This is a breeding ground for what? Jealousy, rivalry, envyings, um, what else? Uh, Fights, anger. It's a mess. And we have the youth participating in this. Because wherever you find the pastor allowing the youth, the youth pastors, to uh, to promote this hip hop genre of music and expression, that's an apostate fellowship. Number three, entertainment. Because I'm giving you all ten signs that you are in fact attending an apostate church. Wherever there is entertainment in a church, that's an apostate church. When you see them doing what they are calling Christian plays, where they are actually talking about God, talking about the scriptures, saying, OMG, hallelujah, or praise the Lord, like mocking holy language, that is, my friend, an apostate church. They are actually using sacred language. In a very hypocritical way, you got actors who who are, by definition, hypocrites, taking holy language and mocking it. Yeah, my friend, that is an apostate church. Listen, some of you may think that there is nothing wrong with Christian plays because at the end of the day, after each... um. I don't know what you want to call it, stage performance, that everyone comes to Christ eventually. Everyone asks for forgiveness of their sins. Everyone make amends. Folks, we need to wake up. We need to really wake up. That's an apostate church. Listen, you should grab your hat, (laughs) grab your coat, And run for your life. Listen, tell your family and your friends, we have been duped. Whoever directs those plays and writes those plays are not a man of God. They are apostate and they are serving the other kingdom. And their God, little G, is the ruler over the entertainment industry. And once he gets in... He desensitizes you and you are no longer able to 
discern a defining line between what is sacred and what is secular. And and secular is to be without God. Amen. Number four. If you are required, okay, because we we are talking about how to identify if you are in an apostate church. And again, apostate means falling away from the living Christ. They do everything but stick to the teachings of the Lord Jesus Christ. Maybe at one time they were, but clearly now they ain't doing that. And these are some of of key signs that you need to recognize. Okay? Number four. If you are required to stand up and pay homage to that bishop or pastor or Reverend Dr. So-and-so and his lady, his first lady, which is unbiblical, unscriptural. Because see, first of all, there is no first in the church. It's only Christ Jesus. He is the only one that reigns supreme. If anybody that we should be standing up to and paying homage is Jesus. Why? Because he's the only one that laid down his life for you and died on the cross for your sins. And that he was he was resurrected so that death one day will no longer have mastery over you just like sin. So for any person, they must be of a depraved and corrupt mind to command you to stand up and what clap because him and his first lady is coming into the room. They need to repent because first of all, let us not get this twisted. Jesus said that we should call no man father. That means we are to call, like he said, each other, other brothers and sisters. Listen, Jesus gave us gifts to the body of Christ over there in Ephesians 4, right? What we commonly call the fivefold ministry. What is it? Prophet, pastor, teachers, evangelist, and um, I know it's another one. What I say teachers. Okay, y'all can go look it up, right? Those are ministry gifts to the body of Christ. At no time did he tell us to take those gifts as titles and, and, and attach it to your name so that you can be high and lifted up above the people when we all should be amongst each other doing for one another so if we if we are in a church where the pastor brother so-and-so because that's what we should be calling him okay if he commands any one of us to call his wife first lady that is an apostate church make no make no mistake about it that is an apostate leader because listen Anywhere you find people exalting the so-called man of God as their bishop or that's my pastor, you are deceived. 
like I said, you and I are brothers and sisters in Christ, and we should regard each other as such. We should regard one another as sister so-and-so or brother so-and-so. All those other titles need to go and they need to strip. God is going to judge you. You are exalting yourself over his people. The only one that should be lifted up because Jesus said that if I be lifted up, I will draw all men to me. Amen. Listen, Paul wrote 13 letters, right? Epistles. And not one time did Paul regard himself as Apostle Paul. He was Paul, comma, a servant of Jesus, comma, called to be an apostle. And he wrote that with a little a. Wherever there are exalting a person, run for your life. If they are being escorted like they are some kind of celebrity, run for your life. They are exalting themselves. They have an agenda and it is not to lift up our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I can assure you. Number five, if you are in a church, hear me and hear me well. If the woman that is the pastor's wife is being called a first lady, that is an apostate church. I already told y'all. They are falling from the Christ and they are exalting themselves over you, my friend. And I don't care how sweet and nice. I don't care how many peanut butter and jelly sandwiches they give to the poor. They are apostate. And don't ever forget, my friend, a broken clock can be correct twice a day. What am I saying? I'm saying to you, that just because a person is corrupt and apostate doesn't mean that they don't have good acts. They can do some stuff right, but ultimately, Jesus Christ shed blood is not the center of that fellowship. It can't be because he's not going to compete with first lady. He ain't doing it. Number six. Any pastor that brings politicians in his pulpit is apostate. I'm giving y'all 10 signs to watch out for. They are not sent by Jesus. Any preacher that brings a politician or gets on a political agenda and begins to advocate for a politician is apostate. I'll say it again. Any preacher pushing political agendas is not of God. They are apostate. Number seven, any preacher that is living a lavish life with no shame is apostate. The preacher, the true messengers 
We are called to lay down our lives to serve you. They come on this side through the false doctrine of tithing. They start getting all of your money, start buying mansions and six-figure luxury vehicles, shopping sprees at the finest stores, and they claim they are soldiers and generals in the army of God, but yet they are carrying on just like their secular celebrities. They are apostate. Friend, don't be deceived. If you are in a church and that so-called pastor is living high off the hog and have deceived you to think that they deserve it, run. That's, that's what makes this just so wicked. If you, if you think for one moment that a preacher deserves mansions, cars, and lands, you are deceived. Jesus laid down his deity, my friend. He was born in a manger where animals, saliva, and regurgitated food were. He was born in a feeding trough. Now, would you believe that this messenger with his armor bearers and first ladies wearing all of this expensive attire and clothing and shoes and jewelry deserve it? Any preacher that's living in a mansion and being escorted around, he is apostate. Listen, this is foolishness, my friend. Wake up. That's an apostate church because many of you believe that the pastor deserves to live like a king while you are living like a pauper because you're giving up all your money to this apostate preacher. Grab your hat, grab your coat, and run. Listen, number eight. Comedians in the pulpit. Wherever you find a church where comedians are up in that platform mocking God, and wherever you find a pastor who oh, hmm, who have the nerve to put a jester in front of you, that's an apostate preacher. Listen. We really have to wake up because people, and it's sad to say, some people think that church is so boring. You want to know why it's boring? Because it it should be convicting you. Or maybe he's up there ain't talking about nothing. You know what I mean? I would be bored too. Listen. You got these preachers standing up there just being so eloquent in speech. They they are looking good, smelling good, but they ain't talking about nothing. So they see you nodding out back there in the back row. So what they do, they come, they come in and they bring in these comedians. It's the same thing as the entertainment preacher. All he wants to do is keep you entertained long enough so that when the buckets come around, you ain't in the back snoring. And let me tell you, not only do they bring these comedians in and they want to keep you entertained, here they go 
merchandising offer you. Here they go with their books and CDs just laid out in the back table. It's like you don't know if you come into church or you come into a comedy show or you come into a theater or are you at the bookstore? Listen, all of this merchandising that's going on inside of the church, that's an apostate church. Listen, God does not like us making jokes about holy matters. That is definitely an apostate church leader. And that, and that leader needs a whooping. Look, if he's up there preaching a bunch of lies, what do you think that his books are filled with? A bunch of lies as well. Listen, number nine. In closing, number nine. Wherever the sow a seed doctrine is, run. Anybody. And I don't care what they say. But anybody that tells you that godliness is gain, they are corrupt in their minds and you need to run from them. Listen, 2 Timothy 6, Paul warned us through his letter to Timothy Anybody that tells you if you give God money and he's going to bless you, that is a corrupt preacher. Listen, read 2 Timothy chapter 6. Read the entire chapter, my friend. He said, godliness with contentment is great gain. And he, and he said, clearly, anybody that teaches you that godliness is gain, get away from them. Amen. Number 10. If you are in a church or you keep listening to a preacher and you never feel conviction, you never feel like something like, man, I need to make some changes in my life. Listen, friends, at the end of the day, we all need to stop, think and consider our ways constantly. Why? Because God is serious about his son. God is serious about Jesus. And we cannot, my friend, allow anyone to remove us from the reality that we are going to die. It is appointed unto man to die one time. And then you and I will be judged. The purpose of a preacher is to prepare you to meet God because that's his job. It's preparation to show you, to sound the alarm, to let you know and to make you see where you can be trapped and snared and how your soul can be dragged back to perdition. Perdition. Listen. You can be dragged back to the world, dragged back to addictions, addictions at the end. Listen, at the end of the day, the most precious word any preacher can ever tell you is repent. This is the love language of heaven. So if you ain't hearing repent, if you're not hearing that man tell you to come out of your fornication, come out of your lying, your stealing, your, your, your masturbation, your anger, your pride, friend, you are in an apostate fellowship.
that's it that's the bottom line so there you have it my friend 10 signs you are in an apostate fellowship because let us not forget eternity is too long to be wrong and i don't care my friend if a hundred thousand people call themselves a member of that church don't blink don't think twice about it get your hat get your coat and run for your life amen amen father in the name of jesus thank you for showing us these signs that we need to be made aware where jesus is not he is not in the apostate church they they don't talk about him they don't talk about his blood they don't talk about the finished work the finished work of christ at the cross all they want to do is drag us back to the old testament laws so that they could browbeat us in the head with the false doctrine of tithing and sowing seed father i pray that the body of christ that we wake up so that so that we don't shipwreck our faith waiting on money from you because we believe the lie of the apostate preacher father i bless your holy name thank you so much for showing us the way to go and may we always listen to our good shepherd because another voice we're not going to listen to that they are leading us back on the road to hell because you told us over there in second peter 2 in verse 19 they promise freedom freedom but they themselves they are slaves to sin thank you father for this word today thank you that our eyes are being opened and our ears are being unstopped thank you my lord i give you all the praise all the glory and all of my worship in jesus mighty name i pray amen amen all right folks another one in the can repent and believe stop sinning and turn back to god like the bible says bad company corrupts good morals come to your senses as you ought and stop sinning amen amen lord willing until next time i shall be speaking to you all soon bye for now thank you guys for tuning in i truly appreciate all your support until next time i'll be talking to y'all soon bye